So I am scrolling through Instagram and I see a post where it's more of a like a news clipping, not like global or national news, but it's just a reference to Q-tip. Q-tip was a was what was was one third of a tribe called Quest. They came out, I think, in the early, maybe the late 80s, early 90s. Famous hip-hop group. And apparently, uh, recently, a 12-year-old wrote Q-Tip a letter asking him to be on one of his songs. Q-Tip responded via either Instagram or Twitter. I think it was Instagram, basically saying, hey, man, glad to hear from you. You know, send me a link to your songs. Let me check them out. In the meantime, you know, how you doing in school? Are you being nice to your mom? If I like your songs, I'll be on one of your songs. And he also told him, I remember when I was your age and I was into music. I ain't gonna lie to y'all, man. I, I got choked up because can you imagine being a kid writing a letter to uh, an entertainer or someone that you were really into, that you were inspired by, that you were influenced by, and they responded? Can you imagine all the girls or all the young men that reached out to Mariah Carey? All the people that reached out to Kobe, Michael Jordan, Beyonce. All the people that reached out to Michelle Obama, Barack, Kamala Harris. All the people that reached out and said, hey, you have been an inspiration to me. Can you imagine how it would feel to hear back? Wow, didn't expect this to be long, but just imagine, you know. But anyway. What if we could speak to our past, present, and future selves? What would we say? Welcome to the latest episode of The Glory in Our Stories. Life. You're born into the world, you grow, you mature, you go to college, you start a career and a family. It looks like everything goes as planned. Or does it? afternoon and good evening welcome to the latest episode of the glory in our stories i'm your host calvin Wayne pennywell jr uh, the title of this podcast episode is dear me dear me um so 
I didn't I didn't create this podcast to sip you know specifically talk about myself, but I just really thought about an idea that I thought was very very important, very vital. So this past week, for those of you who have been following me personally on social media, but if you have not, I myself started teaching uh, at a neighboring high school, teaching ELA, uh, English language arts, um, specifically ninth grade literature and journalism, Uh, which is funny because when I was younger, journalism was a profession that I wasn't really into because I had my own perspective and pre-assumptions about the world of journalism. But it has changed over the years because people who participate in journalism professionally have created a a point of view that I didn't consider. They were able to capture the news without missing out on the humanity and which I think is always important to not void the humanity in any situation. So this is going to be three parts as in this entire episode, maybe a couple of minutes, but I'm going to address three different versions of myself, past, present and future. So as you were listening to before at the beginning of this episode, Q-Tip received a letter from a young fan asking, who was specifically 12 years old, asking for Q-Tip to do a song with him. And Q-Tip responded in a way that would have changed my heart if I was that kid's age. So I just thought that was moving. But prior to reading that, cause you know, I was just scrolling through Instagram and I saw that and I, you know, they're not gonna report stuff like that because it's, it's, it's good news. It's good news. Um, so for myself, I can't, I can only imagine how I would have felt if certain people that I you know, obviously consider famous and probably uh, so did the whole world, um, if not the majority of it, um, if I had been in the position and I reached out, reached out to them and they responded, man, I can't, I can't express how big of a deal that would have been for me to hear back from Common, you know, or to hear back from Sylvester Stallone or Arnold Schwarzenegger or, um, yeah, you know, those were the major people that really, really influenced me. Even, man, if I was to hear back personally from Dr. Tony Evans or um, Dr. Miles Monroe, you know, these, these men were very influential in my life. I can't go without mentioning um, Pastor David Braxton. He was, I was listening to his sermons on CD when he, him and his family had lived in a different area, but I was listening to his sermons in college because I was in a dark place at some point and I needed, I needed some light to guide me out. And the, the voice and the teachings of, um, Pastor David Braxton and Dr. Tony Evans were collectively a beacon of light for me, guiding me towards where I where I was always intended to go. So I wanted to use this particular episode to speak to younger me, present me and future me. So 
to to CJ. And I'm saying this as if to say, like, say for instance, I hopped in uh, a, uh, a a time time machine slash DeLorean from 1985 from one of my favorite movies, Back to the Future, uh, with with Marty McFly and and Doc Emmett Brown. If I had the opportunity to go back, if I had to go back to CJ when I was 12, when I was about to be a teenager, I would say to him that it's okay to be emotional. And because you're emotional, it doesn't make you less of a person. It's, 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 it's expected for you to emote. That's what God did and does and forever will do. I mean, even Jesus emoted when Lazarus passed away. He cried. He cried because Lazarus was a friend. And Jesus lost a friend. And that's what happens when you lose someone you love. It hurts. You emote based on what happened. So, so to CJ... It's, it's okay that you are an introvert and you don't see it that way yet. But actually, man, you, you have a little extrovert qualities that you never knew you had because you were never in a position where you felt comfortable to be an extrovert. When you, where you felt comfortable to initiate conversations. I mean, that's not really expected of you as a teenager. You're a kid. You're still learning. 12 years old, what? You were in fifth grade. And if you remember fifth grade, it was a lot of awkwardness. And then next thing you know, you move over to, to middle school, sixth, seventh, and eighth. Um, of course, CJ, um, in sixth or in seventh grade, uh, you meet your best man. Um, you know, and your best friend outside of your wife. Uh, you meet him in seventh grade and then you end up meeting his now wife and mother of his children who has also become a really good friend you meet her in the eighth grade and then y'all go to high school and you you're you're consistent friends and then after high school you're still friends you all live your own lives and have your own experiences and then now you know you know so on and so on so and i know it probably doesn't make sense now, but you are, you're loved, man. You're loved and the people around you couldn't imagine life without you. Because at this point, they've known you for no longer than 12 years. They've known you and, you know, be probably annoying. Uh, your imagination is, is, is increasing daily and... Man, I can't I can't remember back, you know, what you were into. I know you were into cartoons, you were into action movies. If your mom popped in any of the Indiana Jones movies at this point in your life, you would watch the entire movie. Um You you absolutely love it. Who you will be, obviously you have no idea, but just remember that you are loved and that it's okay to have to have the imagination that you have 
at this point, you're probably still playing baseball, but eventually you're going to stop because you're, not, you're going to lose interest. I mean, you you grew up during the era of Sammy Sosa, Sammy Sosa, Mike McGuire, Ken Griffey Jr., um, Triple Jones, Jeff Bagwell, all those guys, Jeff Maddox, you know, those you grew up watching the, these guys. Uh, Randy Johnson, you, you grew up skimming through ESPN Sports Center and seeing highlights from these people. Um, you you weren't really exposed to Kobe. And you know, you were. You were you were exposed to Kobe around this time. I think Kobe entered the league in like 96, 97. Uh, but you were yeah, you were exposed to Kobe. You were exposed to MJ and Shaq. Uh, you actually you were at one of your friends' house when you saw MJ MJ's last game before he retired the first time when he got the ball um was it was it Carl Russell I think that's I think that's his name he was guarding MJ and MJ hit that cross they say he pushed pushed him off uh but uh I, I don't know it's hard to say <laughs> And then MJ hit that shot, nothing but nothing but net, and the entire Jazz Utah Jazz Stadium just silenced. Everybody was disappointed, and then, you know the Bulls won. Michael Jordan won his his third championship. I remember you being at your friend's house when this happened. Uh, there was a lot of things you were exposed to at this age, things you didn't think would 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 happen, and and it did. But you're strong. You're stronger than you know. So I, w- I want you to know that. I also want you to know that you are going to graduate high school. In high school, you're going to meet a young lady online on AOL.com. You all are going to develop a relationship. That's going to be your high school girlfriend. Uh, I know why you chose to date her because you were uh, you had you've had very low self-esteem and you were you didn't think you didn't have enough. You didn't have enough gumption or you didn't have enough know-how in your arsenal to approach a young lady. So you thought the easiest thing to do was to date someone online. And y'all ended up dating for about three years. And then y'all broke up after high school, summer of 2004. You went down to, to Texas to visit her and y'all broke up. And you, you all actually broke up. Um a week before you were heading back home. So you went into her and her mom's sunroom. You you popped in an Anita your Anita Baker CD and all you did was play Good Love on repeat. Like that was that was your heartbreak. And you ended up losing twenty pounds because of your slight depression. So but remember on the other side of that is you growing. On the other side of that is you eventually going to college, graduating, getting your degree in creative writing, and becoming more of a vocal poet. You're writing more, you're reading more, you're exercising, and then in a nutshell, you end up meeting your wife, Yeah, and you guys get married, and you end up being almost three years in. So... So yeah, that would that would be to 
to to to the older me, uh, to the past me. Uh, dear, dear Calvin, uh, this is me right now. Uh, br uh, bro, you just completed your first week of teaching, and it was nerve-wracking, uh, a little bit confusing. It left you anxious, but you got through it. You kept moving, and I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for still moving, bro. I'm so proud of you. Remember that you are loved, that you are being influential, and that somebody needs you. Not just your wife, not just your family and your friends. These students need you. They need you. So just keep going. Um, you have very, you're, you're a person of meaningful relationships and you try your best at everything you do. You become a, a, a you, you released two, you, two, two uh, chat books in the last two years. Proud of you, man. Your first book, uh, Resignation, and your second one, uh, Side B. You, uh, you did a good job. And again, I'm very, very proud of you. Uh, right now, you're still learning. You're still growing as a husband, son, brother, friend, uncle. And uh, hopefully you'll grow as a father one day. And when that time comes, remember that everything God wants to give your children through you is already in you. Everything else you'll need, you'll learn along the way. And just remember your life, your current life is a story that's already been written. Your current life is a movie that's already been watched, already been edited. It's already won its awards. So don't don't sell yourself short and remember, remember who you are. Remember that scene, Calvin, from from Hook, where Peter, where uh Peter Pan is talking to uh dang it, I forgot her name. She's she was the I think it was Mary. No, it's not. Y'all, I forgot her name, man. This is one of the most iconic movies ever. Not only that, one of Robin Williams' best performances. One of one of Robin Williams' best performances. Um, let's see. Uh, Wendy Darling. Wendy Darling. That was her name. Wendy Darling. Oh, wow. I just learned that one of the characters in the movie that was a man was actually played by a woman. Did not know that. Uh, for a long time, didn't know Dustin Hoffman was Captain Hook. But going back to, uh, to, to Calvin, um, just remember when she looked at Peter and said, Peter, don't you know who you are? So when there are moments when you doubt yourself, just like really think about it. Like, do you know who you are? Better yet, ask a better question. Do you know who your heavenly father is? Do you know who your creator is? Do you know what he's capable of doing? Do you know what he's already done? Do you know what he will always do? So you are enough. Thinking about the, the song Gyra with Maverick City Worship and Elevate, well, Maver Maverick City Music and Elevation Worship.
You are enough because he is enough. Always remember that. Always. If you make a mistake, it's because you're human. Remember, Calvin, it's, it's best to make a mistake doing something right than to not try anything and end up doing something wrong because you never made an attempt. Remember that God is more concerned about what you do with what he gave you opposed to what you don't have. Because if you have to remember, if God gave you 80% when you were born, you have to trust him for the 10. If God gave you 20, you have to trust him for the 80. You have to trust him. He 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 would he he leaves that margin for a reason. He leaves that margin for your faith, because honestly, that is where your strength comes from. Your faith. Always remember that, Calvin. Always. And now to my future self. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you look like. I really hope your your beard, Mister Pennywell. I hope your beard is thicker. I hope that you have um, more grays. I hope that you uh, is continue to dress the way you like. I hope that you are more fit. I hope that you have a four or six pack. It's not too late, man. It's never too late. <laughs> um, I hope you do eventually uh, find a rhythm in your, 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 your teaching. I hope that in the future you acquire your master's degree, maybe even a PhD. You might even end up working the, the same amount of years your mom did in education, maybe less. I don't know. I don't know. But I hope that you continue to make an impact. I hope that you continue to place yourself in positions where you say to yourself, it's not about me. It's about God's glory. I hope that you continuously create meaningful friendships. And I hope that you continue to appreciate the ones you have now. Appreciate them, Mr. Pennywell. You don't know how long anyone has on this earth. You've been blessed a lot, man, when it comes to people. And I hope that Calvin makes the best decisions for you, Mr. Pennywell. You're going to need Calvin to make decisions for retirement. You're going to need Calvin to make decisions for you, for, 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 for you and your wife. And your and hopefully your children, you're gonna need Mr. Penny, you know, Mr. You're gonna need Calvin to make those decisions, and you you're gonna need Calvin to also remember that he's human too, and that he's gonna make mistakes. That it's it's okay to make make mistakes, trying your best, than to try your best and not making mistakes. Hence, trying your best not to try. Um, I hope that you continue to remember um, that it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be. It just has to be. So, uh, so yeah, that's that's my my advice to my past, present, and future self. Which is funny because I'm trying to give my older self advice, and I'm younger, which means that around. The time I do get older and if I when I or if I listen to this, I'm like, wow, I was so different. 
<laughs> but one thing that I don't think I will ever lose is the concept of dreaming, the concept of vision and how important that is. It's very important. But I wanted to take the time and acknowledge past, present, and future Calvin. I wanted to acknowledge CJ. I wanted to acknowledge Calvin. And I wanted to, wanted to acknowledge Mr. Pennywell. These are chapters in my life's book. If my life was summed up in three chapters, it would be CJ, Calvin, and Mr. Pennywell. And I, I did this because I want us all to be mindful of who we are, well, who we were, who we are, and who we're going to be. Again, we're not perfect and we're not flawless and we're not untainted. We just, we're just products of a perfect God who wants to continuously remind us that he will never leave nor forsake us. That we can do all things through him who strengthens us. Everything that we need, we were born with. Everything that we're ever require as a source comes from him and him alone and i hope that we continue to remember that so thank you all for listening to the latest episode of the glory in our stories titled dear me with your host mr calvin wayne pennywell jr yo thank you all for listening tune in next time for the latest episode of the glory in our stories Oh,